There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams, and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you were looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen in for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hello, this is Chris Cooper and a big welcome to the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. It's just great to be back with you for yet another week with another fantastic guest. I've got my friend Nick Haynes on the show today um, and I'm looking forward to reintroducing Nick to you in a few minutes. And we're going to talk about energetic superpowers and heroic actions today, uh, which I, I hope will be you know, a lovely fit uh, from a show we had um, a couple of weeks ago with Stuart Pickles and we talked about being an agent for change. And uh, if you listen to that show, or we haven't listened to it, please do. But if you listen to that show, uh, then you may you know, be wondering and I've been reflecting and thinking about how do I lead a more meaningful life? How do I make a bigger contribution? How do I contribute to the world's problems, the world's challenges? Uh, so we're going to talk about using your superpowers today and uh, about uh, being heroic with your actions, yet also considering what are the things that might stop us from acting heroically? What are the things that get in the way for us meeting our full kind of potential? On last week's show, we had Phil M. Jones, and uh, Phil uh, is a great guest. Um, we've had Phil on the show before. Uh, Phil has a, a huge following around the globe and has written the Exactly What to Say series. And Exactly What to Say, apparently the audiobook, is the most listened to non-fiction audiobook in history, apparently. And uh, I just found that show last week really great because it reminded me of the power and the importance of choosing your words carefully and planning um, what you're going to say when you have important conversations because we all have probably had those critical moments where we've said something or not said something that was important but how do you language that communication so that uh, you 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 pass through people's subconscious minds without um, raising objection or anger or frustration how do you do that really effectively and uh, his book's a great uh, way to consider that so uh, so today we're going to talk with um, with uh, Nick, and you know the question is really to think about is is the noise is there some you know mental patterns that are going on in your head that are stopping you from really going out there and achieving your your full potential? Uh, Nick Haynes uh, is an entrepreneur. He's uh, an international speaker. He's a strategist, an author. Uh, and he, a teacher in Chinese energetics. And he spent all his adult life um, applying the wisdom of Chinese philosophy practically within uh, the health setting, health settings, uh, personal development, business, leadership, and international change. Now, Nick has always considered physical, mental, and spiritual health and well-being as being a cornerstone of uh, personal uh, development and change. And he today proudly heads up the Five Institute, which we'll find out about a little bit more very shortly. So let's talk about overpower, so overcoming those mental blocks uh, and um, ensuring that those superpowers shine through. So a big welcome to Nick Haynes. Oh, thank you, Chris. That was a lovely introduction. I cannot believe it was 2017 I was last on the show, wasn't I? It was June 2017, so over, over five years ago. Yeah, yeah. 
Doesn't seem it, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me, what what have you what have you learned that really kind of stands out from the last five quite quite unusual years when it comes to our life lives? Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> what have I <laughs> what have I learned? Well, one of the things I used to kind of I used to do quite a lot of stuff around uh, how resilient we are and what goes on and. Uh, and one of the things that I really kind of saw and explored within this kind of particularly these last few years is some of the issues kind of around resilience and how incredibly resilient people are. But then also the flip side, one of the things I really learned was that, you know, resilience is really a bad idea in some circumstances. And I was really I was asked recently to to do some work in the health service around resilience. And I refused. It. I said, no, I'm not going to do it because if people are resilient within a situation that's actually unhelpful and unhealthy for them, then resilience is a really bad idea. Yeah, yeah. So that was one of the things that I, I I really honed in on and thought, actually, you know what, we really have to watch the resilience if we are being resilient within the wrong structure, because that really doesn't help us. And then from that, some of these energetic superpowers and heroic actions and what's the cost and what's the benefit, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. What are the blocks? So that was the, one of the things I really got that we're incredibly resilient and that can be really good and really bad. <laughs> yeah. So, so I get, I guess that's kind of the mind over, over matter, really just you know, that sort of tenacity to keep on going and withstand, but however, it takes a toll on the body. Yeah. Uh, and I guess maybe sometimes if you're being resilient with you, well, with your, your, with your body, I think about kind of SAS training and that sort of thing, it can also then have a negative impact on your mind. So, yeah. yeah and there's also it also comes down to what structure are you trying to be resilient within are you trying to be resilient in a structure that's actually unhelpful and there to be therefore to be resilient and keeping going you're supporting an unhelpful structure uh yeah. and what's the cost to you and i think we can we saw see examples of that particularly in the uk with the nhs the health yeah. service people are being really asked to be resilient within a structure that is unsustainable yes. so i think that's a really uh, so i'm really keen that we get our structures right rather than just expect people to be resilient yes um yes that's, that was interesting i was listening to someone the other day sort of complaining a bit about the nurses um in the uk going to go on strike over pay and then you know when we we then sort of pointed out to them that uh you know their pay had been held back for years Mm. and uh, has diminished and diminished for years and now we when we have nurses going to food banks yeah I mean, that structure is not sustainable no and asking a nurse to look after 40 patients in a corridor when they yeah. when they know that they're not able to do a good job and those people could die because they can't get to them yeah. uh that's quite abusive really it <laughs> yeah it's quite abusive really so and asking them to be resilient within a situation that's quite abusive is not is not okay no, not occasionally, occasionally using them as scapegoats for a whole system yeah. that so, yeah yeah i agree mm. i agree mm. but we, we, we could talk about this for the whole we could interview, I think. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big 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 conversation well well one of the things if you look around heroic actions one of their things around nurses going on strike which is kind of going against everything that they stand for believe in terms of their kindness their care their compassion i will stick at it they have voted to go on strike which is actually quite heroic to do because they have mm. to go against 
a lot of things in order to try and change the system. So they have to create some level of sacrifice. It's really important that heroic actions do not have to be sacrificed, but in that, that situation, they are having to sacrifice some of their core values in order for the bigger picture to come out that this isn't actually healthy for people. So I think that's quite an interesting one in terms of heroic action to what we're being, how they are behaving. Well, de definitely, we can people can be condemned, can't they, for taking mm. that kind of action? And uh, we're actually there's lots of bravery involved to do it. And you say it goes mm. against all their values. Yeah. Um, but becomes a point where maybe enough's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so I'm quite intrigued because the last time we we spoke, we we talked about kindness, which is which is something that is very dear to your heart. I, I know I know that, and it's uh, it's it's so important today. And I wonder, you, you know, you 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 do, is is the world a, a in any way a kinder place than it was five years ago? It doesn't feel like it, but could it be? Um, and also, how is the Five Institute helping? Right. Um, oh, I, 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 when you when I come on the show, I just love your questions. I'm thinking, okay, right. Let me let me work this one out. <laughs> um, well, well, I know I know we both uh, love the book Humankind, mm, uh, Hopeful it. History. It's a great uh, book, isn't it? Thank uh, you for sharing that with me. Yeah, no, I love that. And that and that's a really interesting book because what that book talks about is that most kind things are not reported because they're not great news whereas disastrous things are reported uh because they're more entertaining or they capture the news so we'll always always have a skew in the media towards unkind things and disastrous things than we would have kind actions so for example when we had the lockdown you very quickly saw uh, and we saw in our local community uh, a kind of WhatsApp group started, people saying, I'm going out to the shops, does anybody need anything? So we saw uh, people's response to trauma and stress was to become more kind and more supportive and, and more caring. We didn't see a lot of reporting of that. We just saw people arguing in shops about toilet paper. Mm. Um, yeah. uh, actually, the reality was there were probably very few arguments about toilet paper, yeah. although they were spread across the media, but there were enormous actions around people doing shopping for someone else or walking the dog or just ch checking in on them, say, how are you doing, etc. So um, th there's a mismatch in the reporting. So, so always take that into account. And the other thing I think that's happening, and this is a much, a much bigger uh, topic and question why we might not see kindness in the, in the same way, um, and that that's to do with um, uh, Socrates, um, Plato, uh, Rousseau, and when they were talking about democracy, the formation of democracy, and what they what they fundamentally said: in order for us to have democracy, you can't have too much inequality, because as soon as you have inequality, you and you're giving everyone the voice to speak out, um, then. You, you, it's very, very easy to motivate people with hateful language and division yes. and stuff because our, our brains are designed to pick up danger and division and difference because it keeps us safe. But so if you have a democracy with lots of inequality, inherently you're going to get voices of division and voices of unkindness and etc. So we're in a, we're in a, um, a, a very changing world where we're looking at inequality 
And at the same time, we're looking at more division and unkindness because those that want to be in power by dividing us, this yes. is a great time to do it because there is in inequality and you have it, they don't, etc. So yes. there are very big structural issues going on that will make the world a little bit black and white, a little bit unkind. Again, they get airtime. But the reality is in everyday life, there is incredible kindness yeah. going on. We just don't see it. And we're being poked to be divisive and unkind yes. uh, by the language, again, by the language that people use of division to gain power and et cetera. And that's very typical within a democracy where you have very high levels of inequality within wealth or uh, access to food or et cetera, et cetera, which is what we currently have. Yes. And, and with technology today, the ability to get these messages across are almost instantaneous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Plato said to to have a democracy, you must have dialogue and debate and discussion. Uh, and that doesn't really happen in 140 characters. No. <laughs> it just says you're wrong or whatever. It's a very polite way. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. So we've got some big, we've got some really interesting structural stuff going on. And, and what the Five Institute, what we're really trying to do, I mean, we're about um internal and external cultures how do you live with yourself and how do we live together and what's actually going on what's going on in terms of the bigger picture of living with ourselves and what's going on in the bigger picture of living us for us living together what's the structures that are interfering with that so we're trying to do very big picture thinking and at the same time very practical down to us things that we can all individually do for ourselves to feel okay and be okay and live with ourselves yes yes and this can get incredibly complicated when we get into kind of systemic change and mm. you know, all the, the processes that impact this and uh it yeah. uh, can become <laughs> quite mind-blowing can't it yeah if human beings that. human beings can struggle with change but if you know your own energy type you'll know that the stresses that you will personally feel around change Mm. Uh, and you say, I actually know this is just a trigger point for me. So I have what's known as lots of earth energy. So if I don't understand what's going on within the change, I feel really stressed. Tell me what's going on. I don't understand what's going on. Whereas someone else with a lot of, say, wood energy, they might say, actually, I don't like this change because it, it's making me feel out of control. I don't feel I, I'm losing control here or I want to have control or someone is trying to control me. So each energy will have a trigger with change that will make it really quite difficult and then there is a superpower that allows us to deal with change very well mm. um, and it's recognizing what is that superpower and, and change is just one example of where the energies are really good to understand what we're about and where we're good and where we might struggle yes and a structure like the our health service I, I i've done some work with uh, in the in the health service too and when I've worked with leaders in the health service, sometimes they struggle to see any boundaries to, you know, to, to because of the, the, the scope of the change, yeah. you know, they can't, it, it's, they can't see um, all of the different impacts that it has because it's just so big. Yes. Um, yes. And, and that's quite hard as well is being mm. able to, being able to contain, be able to, you know, put your arms around, around it. I mean, I, I particularly love working with organizations that are maybe, you know maybe 100 people 200 people that i can that i can put my arms around and really understand but yeah yeah some of those systems are too big to be able to do that 
Yeah, yeah. One of the things we do decisions within it, <laughs> and one of the things we do at the Five Institute, we we do something. We create like what we call culture bubbles, which is like a local bubble where you can have your culture that you want, and bubbles tend to join together with similar cultures, and and that's a way to to keep something big actually quite small and mm. quite small and personal. Mm. Um, but I'd be, it'd be interesting to talk about your vitality test profile in terms of what you do and how you show up and heroic things that uh, that you do uh, with. And uh, we'll, we'll come to that later, perhaps. We've got, we've got four minutes till commercial break. So maybe, <laughs> maybe it's two now, actually. So let's just, um, what do you mean by a superpower and what's a heroic action? Um, what does that mean for you? Well, um, so uh, w one of the things, so we look at, uh, I've referred to them to kind of energetic superpowers because, they're, again, they're based around these five energies that we have, uh, we're kind of born with. They're like a, a blueprint. Uh, and each one will give us certain things that make us naturally good at them. Um, so an example, uh, an example of a superpower might be the ability to, um, I'll use myself as an example. Um, I, again, like I could say I have a lot of this earth energy and other energy, a lot of this earth energy, and that is the desire to understand and be empathetic. So I think, and I, that I think is a superpower of mine to be able to understand people and, fit and uh, be empathetic. And a heroic action was my ability to, someone would come to me and say, I have cancer and I am dying and I want you to help me with that. And a heroic action would be to sit in that place of feeling such empathy for that person and not run away and not leave them because I can't cope. So to yeah. be fully embraced with that empathy and yet take them right through the whole process of their fear and to finally, uh, to, to their end. I also have a lot, like you, I have a lot of fire energy, which makes people want to have fun. So I had the occasion, I had, had a number of people, someone said to me, uh, I never knew dying could be so much fun. <laughs> and I, and yeah. for me, that was that was kind of a, an energetic superpower to be with them and truly be with them, and listen and empathize. Yes. And yet, you know, keep, keep it light when yes. they needed it light and be deeply in that experience when they needed it and keep going for sometimes year after year with one person as they die very yeah. slowly yeah 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 so that certainly is a superpower and a heroic well a heroic action to be able to keep and keep on supporting people yeah through their through their their pain and trying to mm -hmm. lighten the load a little bit with yeah them. um but it but it does require me to be in a certain structure to be able to do that yeah so it, you need to have the things around you to be able to do that. Otherwise, it's otherwise it's not giving; it's sacrifice, and that is not the game. Superpower and heroic actions is not about sacrifice. It's about being in that place without sacrifice, and that requires a certain structure for me to have been able to do that. So, how do you define a structure? Um, well, it might be. It might be, for example. So, my structure was: I was working in a health center. I owned a health center. And I had lots of practitioners around me who would support me. Oh, I, would have, I would have stuff around me to mm. support me within that structure. Mm. If I was alone, just doing it, and I only did that, then that wouldn't wouldn't be wouldn't be okay. Yes, um, I get that. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, you took, you took me back to my um, sitting my father for four days as he he was as he was dying, mm -hmm. and uh, I was. Well, I don't want to go into too much gruesome facts, but he was it was he was sort of hemorrhaging from his mouth for quite a bit of the time towards the end, and I was sat with him and mopping it up and um and to other people in in the room that was very uncomfortable for them to to do yeah. that but for me within that structure in mm -hmm. the in a hospice that really cared yeah it was it, it was it was okay to do it you know yeah yeah you know, I, I was okay with that and the hospice stops you from being frightened by yes. the experience and allows you to be fully present yeah. and that's a that's a heroic i would i would call a heroic action to be able to do that for someone that you loved and just stay with them uh during that mm. on that note we'll what yeah. we'll do is we'll have a couple of minutes break uh, and uh we'll come back and we'll have some fun shall we yeah <laughs> why not <laughs> why not chris because <laughs> we and i are supposed to be good at that yeah yeah we are <laughs> join you again in just a couple of minutes do join us um after the break thank you business you'll find the experts here voice america business network would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential chris cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the achiever program one-to-one -one mentoring and coaching facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Nick Haynes. Uh, and we're talking about uh, your energetic superpowers and heroic actions. And Nick, heroic actions 
do they have to be um, something that changes the world or can they be quite small? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they can be, they can be, uh, they can be absolutely anything that kind of matters, uh, that matters, matters to you. And what they can sometimes be, so they could be out there saving the world, but if, as soon as we start thinking heroic actions are this big, grand gesture uh, that often involves some sort of sacrifice or going through this dangerous situation, um, we can lose what the point of them is. And we'll, a little bit later, we can perhaps look at why we have this idea around uh, sacrifice and danger with heroic actions. Um, but heroic actions could be, it would give some more kind of practical examples of them. Sometimes what your heroic actions are is slightly going against what your energy is telling you to do. Mm. So each energy gives us what I call a big question. And so if we take something, for example, like water energy, uh, the big question around that is, am I safe? Are we safe? And they've got something going on about safety and resources and reserves and stuff. Sometimes what they can do in order to find the answer to that big question of am I safe is that they could uh, climb a mountain and go mountaineering or uh, or they could put themselves in danger because they're looking for the answer to that to that big question. Um, but often we're doing things that are responding to it. So someone like um, Richard Branson has lots of water energy and you can see by the shape of his jaw and the way that he behaves and stuff. So he has the big safety around the, the Virgin brand, etc. Et he has a lot of fire energy, so he always wants to do the entertainment stuff. But he has that safety around the brand. And yet he would also go into outer space in hot air balloons and travel across the because he's looking for the answer to the big question of am I safe? Now, in terms of heroic actions with that water energy, often people with a lot of that energy will amass resources around them. So they might have uh, keep have money or or things that would make them feel safe because they're always saying, I don't feel safe, am I safe? So a heroic action might be to spend some of the money that you have stacked away in enormous amounts because you never feel safe so you're going to keep yeah. all this money and however much you have you're never going to feel safe and the heroic action would be to i'm going to challenge that and i'm going to support other people or i'm going to give some resources away and go slightly against that question of am i safe and mm. and, and and i've seen certain seen people that, that really started questioning what was the point within that kind of lockdown. And with this dominant water energy that have very big resources and very large amounts of money, and they were prepared to go and give it some of it away to the extent that they actually felt slightly more vulnerable, not quite as safe as they had been. And that is pretty heroic yes. to do. But how could works? But they've still got millions. Yeah, but they don't feel like they've got millions. And, and so I think we see some of these very wealthy people that, that can be heroic by giving some away and other ones say, I just can't go, I can't go there, I need it. What happens if I lose it? What happens if something happens? Mm. That's not being heroic. No. So, so the heroic could be going with or against our, our, our energy. So in my case with uh, sitting with people, empathy, that was going with my energy. In the case of water energy, reducing down your reserves is going against your energy. But that, both of them heroic. In, mm. in some way because 
what's the need out there in the world that's what they're trying to be heroic around the need outside in the in the in the world yes yes uh and and it and, it, and that could be that you're coming out of the supermarket and you know money is tight and you think i actually i'm just going to put a tin in for the food bank i'm just going to put that there and that could be heroic when you feel so under-resourced and so vulnerable but that's not the same as you do it because you're sacrificing it no. you're doing it because you want to be heroic and yet you can know that somehow you're going to be okay but you still do it yes or maybe maybe being heroic is actually for some some people being brave enough to accept that they could do with the food bank yes yeah that'll yeah. be that'll be heroic yeah yeah or or even heroic that actually i'm not i, I, I i'm i'm not going to put something in the food bank because my script is to sacrifice and to give to others to the point of my own and my family's detriment and actually i'm going to be heroic and say i'm going to go against some of that and not put it in this time but yeah i'm going to do something else mm. that i don't have the money to do it but i have perhaps have the time to sit with someone or walk someone's dog or mm. or so there's there's ways around that we can be heroic yeah so, so actually so actually um when it comes to heroic actions the the size of it doesn't necessarily matter um it's 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 what's it's 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 where you maybe push yourself out of your comfort zone to do something that um has a positive consequence for others ideally yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 i think the really important thing is to is to recognize that action was was something that that it was quite tough to to do and it might not have been out changing the world but it actually so it could be that you've um had an argument with a family member that's been going on for years and there's an incredible sense of internal injustice that happened as a result of it mm. so to be heroic might be to get in back in contact with that person yes. and 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 know that that and to be heroic and know that they're never going to apologize for what they did or what they said but yet you can actually have a relationship with them knowing that they are never going to apologize yeah. for that situation and that i think is quite heroic because you're being because it's really about are we being bigger than the situation that we're that, that that we're in can we rise above above the situation or asking someone for forgiveness say look I, I feel so embarrassed just you know I'm so sorry and and having the the danger that they could turn around and say well I don't care whether you're sorry or not I still want you to yeah what off <laughs> so there's lots of different lots of different ways uh, we can do it or, or it could be you start a movement it could be you start a belief or you or you speak out against something yes um, the many many forms of it and I think your vitality, your energy gives you a hint as to what that what that might be and what structure. Again, I'm going back to structure because these are really, really important. What structure you would have to have to be able to do that. Um, shall I give you an example of that? And yeah, I, then, please do. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. I, then I want to use you as an example if you don't mind oh, <laughs> expose me in public i would expose you <laughs> um uh so at the five institute we have a, a community um so for me with my earth energy i love communities i love people coming together i like people getting on i absolutely love it i also have a lot of wood energy and wood energy as i said it's all about freedom 
So how do I have a community that comes together and I support them and stuff? And I'm also have this constant desire not to be trapped in anything and to be constantly free. Yes, yes. How do, how do those two things together? And, and many people will not form a community because they want to be free. Mm. And yet they know they want to. So, so we have this, what I call, we call an internal contradiction. I can, I can, I can. One energy that. wants that. Yeah. So I sat down hard and I thought, okay, I am going to have a community, but I'm going to structure it in a way that allows me to be free. Mm. So we have it structured a certain way. It's the people that are in it kind of know what the deal is. And each Wednesday I rock up and I do some, some content and then I do something in the next Wednesday and then I have another next Wednesday off. And then we have a bit of a casual get together the Wednesday after and that's it. And I'm not wandering around in Facebook. I'm not holding the hand. I'm not being, but that's what I do. So I've structured it that I'm free all of the month apart from for three hours. Yes. And in those three hours, I am 100% in there and I'm using that wood energy, innovation, creativity, using earth energy, understanding, using all my 40 years of understanding how, how we exist with ourselves and how do we live together. I'm 100% putting in, but I'm doing it for three hours. Yes. And that is sustainable and that's a structure that works for me to have a community and allows the two energies to exist together. Yes. Uh, yes. And there are different energies have different struggles with it and different ways. But that's the structure I need to allow those two energies to do. And my fire energy like yours is about having fun. So we just we just laugh a lot mm. with it. So we yeah. do the difficult stuff and we laugh about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can I can really get that. I can I can I can get people, you know, some people some people wanting a relationship but not wanting to be tied down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, they, so they buy a dog. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> a, a dog's a dog's an interesting one. We've got a new pup, and uh, yeah, you've uh, it's look, look wonderful to have a new pup. But there's also the other side of it is actually you're tying yourself down when it comes to holidays, and you yeah. know. Um, yeah. But actually, <laughs> you, you you get a lot of love for a lot of the time if yeah. you uh, yeah. if you do it. Now, I'm also interested. Just um, I really want to talk about my my, my profile, but before um we do that um i'm quite interested in the scale here you know i, I sometimes think uh it's sometimes we can we can have ideas that come to us you know you're creating a movement um I, i'm creating a community uh, and that can feel quite big but the reality, reality reality of it is is that we're on this slightly well this on this declining quality of a planet because we've not been looking after it properly mm -hmm. in a you know, in a galaxy with a with a sun that will eventually burn out, uh, in a solar system with billions of other galaxies and stars, and we're just this, you know, we're just one small part of something that is much, 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 much bigger. Therefore, is anything that we do on this planet, if we get the idea to do it, big in scale? <laughs> That's really good. That's a really good question. Well, of course, it's not big in scale, but it's big relative. Everything's relative, isn't it? Yeah. It's a it's a it's a relative experience, and and it and it's and it's this idea, isn't it, around making the difference and doing the difference where where you can, and and I think this is a really important one. Uh, just having absolutely no comparison to anyone else. 
just refusing to compare yourself with anyone else. Because I say, oh, I'm doing the Five Institute. We've got this movement around kindness and coming together. I know you've got your your big movement. And then we look at what we're doing compared to some of these big fishes. And we think, oh, I'm really useless. I've only got this many people. But actually, that is totally immaterial. As to, as to so i think really no comparison we should really with our heroic actions and our just not having any comparison i think is really 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 helpful yes um because I, I i want to look at your your vitality test profile is really is is really interesting i know we should, we should say I, I did this with you five and a half years ago so i i i it's been a while ago, so you might need. We've got a couple of minutes before commercial break. You might need to refresh me as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll no, let absolutely. you lead this because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, basically, our, our vitality test change, vitality test results. The profile doesn't really change that much unless we took it when we were really traumatized, and then you have a traumatized profile, or you've been through some major trauma and you're stuck in the trauma. But your basic profile kind of stays the same, and. And and what you've got is you've got a, a really interesting mix. You've got all this mainly lots of fire energy, so it makes you really fun, easy to talk to. People will warm to you really quickly. So hence, complete people come on a radio show and immediately they warm to you. Oh, Chris is great. I love him. Blah blah blah. Um, you've got that uh, earth energy, so you're curious. You want to understand. That's a big question. You want to understand. You've got that wood energy. You want to be a bit disruptive, a bit challenging, a bit difficult. Yeah. Um, and then you've got this water energy, which is the only energy that leaves its mark on the earth. So you want to leave your mark on the earth with what you do. That sits there. You want to enjoy leaving your mark on the earth, uh, and that and that's too. And then you have your least energy is metal, which is about uh, our ability to assess value. Mm. Uh, that's where you uh, have so i know we're about to go to break so we could look at what that dynamic does within mm. your radio show and what the challenge might be mm. for it and i Ooh. think that would really be really interesting yeah okay <laughs> well I'll, we'll have to go to commercial break i'll take a few deep breaths and, uh, and uh, prepare myself comfortably in my chair for this yeah. <laughs> i'm a kindness ambassador i do kind stuff <laughs> <laughs> but that was a very good explanation of of me actually i thought it was very very well done so uh, well, I look forward to uh, to experiencing that with everybody in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. 
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Nick Haynes, and we're talking about superpowers and heroic actions and I think Nick's just managed to turn the table on me and about to put me on the spot. So uh, I'll, I'll hand over to you, Nick, then. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, w- welcome to the Nicholas Haynes Show. Very much to be here, Chris Cooper. <laughs> so, the show might not let me on again next week. Yeah, I, so, no, sorry, Nick's doing it. I think I think they will, Chris. <laughs> so as, uh, as I just kind of finished off with that kind of low metal energy, it might be some issues around recognising value. And often its ability to struggle to recognize our own value what we actually bring to the world whereas the kind of other energies will make you really really good at recognizing other people value but an absolute difficulty in recognizing your own value Mm. Um, and often one of the characteristic things you'll say people will say oh god chris thank you so much that was fantastic and you'll go oh no that was nothing it's my pleasure i loved it you did all the work or whatever it is so you kind of give the give the value back to yeah, the yeah 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 all, all the time um inherently human beings have difficulty in recognizing our own value which is why we have the vitality test because it kind of helps you and it's i always think it's a bit like um a, a butterfly kind of looks down and sees something slightly kind of gray and furry and rather and slightly plump whereas everyone else just sees this magnificent wings and this bright colors and brilliance whereas we just see slightly fat slightly hairy and slightly <laughs> tubby <laughs> yeah hairy but not always in the right place yes. <laughs> um, so, we, so if we kind of go to your um heroic actions within your vitality test a heroic action might be to accept a compliment mm. that might be it just to say oh thank you so much for that i appreciate you saying that because then what you're doing is you're making the other person feel valid valid and valuable in their opinion whereas if you're all the time saying oh it was you it was nothing what you've done is you've devalued their opinion of things so it might be heroic just say oh thank you so much appreciate you saying that 
uh, or it might be charging. Sometimes people undercharge for what they do because they don't either don't recognize the value, etc. But I think it's really interesting your Vitalitas profile in terms of you doing this radio show because you're coming up to what 500 episode number 500 is that right yep uh and 11 years yep. so for someone with an energy that likes to have fun and likes to have freedom to stick at something for 11 years 500 500 <laughs> episodes is is a kind of big ask to to do it because many people start these things but they don't stick no. at it. No. And I think what you're doing there is you're you're leaning into your two other energies. You're saying, okay, water energy. I want to make a difference in this world. I want to leave a mark. I want to. Uh, your fire energy is wanting to shine a light on other people, and that earth energy is say is saying, I want to build a community. I want to build a collective uh, uh, around this. But at the same time, you're always having to go against. Am I? adding any value is this okay so the fact you're doing it as a radio station is a really clever piece of architecture because you can be on the radio and you don't actually have direct feedback about whether or not you're being valuable or not you are but you don't have you don't you're not going to ever get it slapped in your face whether whereas if you did public speaking they're either going to applaud there and then or they're not Mm. And there's a more of a far direct feedback. So if you gave 500 talks, it would really take it out of your system, really constantly making you question. And, uh, and one could argue that would be heroic, but I think that would actually be really hard on your system. Mm. You can make this phenomenal difference within the structure of radio, shine bring light on people shine a light on people change the world etc and you and, and you've protected the part of you that would feel vulnerable to uh not being of value or not being and of course you're valuable because the, yes. the, the station would not have kept you going for 500 nearly 500 episodes if you had no value but you can almost have a structure of a radio state uh so your heroic stuff might be to take this stuff and then take it and slightly step out of it in a structure that would allow you to be because this is comfortable for you let's be honest oh, yeah. Yeah. so what's the next stage to to slightly stretch to a, a different sort of collective that would expose you slightly not in a not in an illegal way but expose you slightly <laughs> to what would be potentially make you feel more vulnerable yeah and I, th and I think that's um, I'm stepping into that right now, and mm. uh, I think over the next few years that's what I would like to do because I would like to have the opportunity to get to know more of the people who listen to the show, not just the guests, because my, my relationships, if I'm honest, have been with the guests, and I've built mm. some wonderful network of people around the globe uh, of, uh, of special of people who have you know achieved a lot and mm. have a lot of wisdom. Um, um, but I do need to. Ultimately, I think there's value having been exposed to all of those people and my own thinking and the assimilation of all of that. There's a lot of value that could be shared after yes. 11 years plus corporate yeah. experience plus entrepreneurial experience, etc. Because this actually is partly it's almost a hobby for me, really. My, my real work, uh, I'm d doing my day job is developing leaders and teams and cultures. Um, yeah. but, but ultimately, this is where I think uh, a place I I've started to feel like home. Mm. Mm, 
Mm. And I'm sure there's a cross-pollination between what you're hearing on the show and this interaction and, and what you're putting into developing leaders and cultures and that that work. You're you're probably the most educated person within that field because of of the guests that you've had on it and yeah, uh, having known you for a while. You're also um, I was just about to swear you're also very very brilliant. Oh, thank you. <laughs> very. Well, th well, thank you very much, Nick. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that. Well done. Did you see that was a test, Chris? That was a yeah. test. To see <laughs> oh, no, no, the guests are one. No, no, you took it. Well done. Well done, <laughs> well done Chris. The other, thing, <laughs> the other thing that you do really well on the show is that I'm, I'm on lots of, the, I'm interviewed lots of times, and lots of times people will ask questions. And they'll hide behind the question, whereas you will engage with the question. Like hearing about your father and the situation, and you'll give your opinion. And if you give your opinion, then you're opening yourself up to vulnerability around criticism and disagreement, and oh, that criticism is a complete, etc. But you, 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 you don't hide behind the question. You engage and you have a conversation with your guests. Mm. Obviously, if it's, as long as it's not me, because I just never let anyone get a word in. However, <laughs> <laughs> other people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th I think, you know, I enjoy conversation, uh, Nick, and that, I think, is one of the reasons I love love doing this is because I can have a chat with really interesting people. And I'm curious. I'm a bit nosy. I like to find out about things and about people and learn from them. And um, But it is it is quite interesting. And the, the value of things quite – I remember in – 2019 i don't tend to look at the list list of numbers of the show but it was brought to my attention 2019 that we were the most listened to show out of over 50 on the business channel on voice america um and the numbers were really quite staggering um but i look i looked at them and then i've never really looked at them particularly since <laughs> um, i just get on and do every show because i don't want to you know that uh, I, I probably don't want to be thinking actually how many thousands of people are listening to an interview um it, and it's it doesn't matter because if one person listens and they're getting something from it that's great you know yeah yeah but um, i would encourage people to email you and say they're enjoying the show <laughs> well i would i would, you know when people do do that and you might people you might um you sit here and listening to this and you might think uh oh you know um he's, he's not going to want to hear from me um I love to hear from people and you know it's it's when I do get comments from people and people say thank you and they say they've enjoyed this show and mm -hmm. um it makes my day it makes my weekend it makes it worthwhile yeah. all the effort and the the investment that goes into this and mm -hmm. uh, and you know, there's a lot of work goes in behind the scenes and it's those those things that really for me um touch me when people yeah. bother to do that and say it's helped and it's got yeah. some new ideas from it and they've done this as a consequence of it and mm -hmm because there's a little triggers aren't it that you are making a difference out there yeah and it's also heroic of those people to do it because it they they might think actually he i'm going to email this person thank him he's not going to care there's a danger he won't care or yeah. a danger he won't be interested and i'm going to uh share something that someone then isn't interested that's really hard on us as uh as as individuals um so yeah i think i think they're really important important to do and receive and i just i just know how much from the pre-discussions we've had that you put in to make this show interesting in terms of the questions we uh, we have um we've got, we've got two minutes till, till we need to finish nick so um there was one quick thing i uh, that mm. i said i would talk about that yes. i haven't said and that is this idea around heroicism 
having to involve around sacrifice and being dangerous and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's really, really worth just talking about that. Um, so we have this idea of the hero's journey, this heroic action we take and we go through dangers and stuff. And her hero's journeys and the heroic actions were stories that are travel through time and the stories around the campfire and stuff. And they have come up with this idea of the hero's journey because they're very interested and very fascinating. Whereas if you were around the campfire and you said, Eric went on a massive journey, a heroic journey, and it all worked out very well. And everyone go, that's a boring story. Mm. And they're not going to say, oh, can we hear the story of Eric going on a journey and it went very well? They're not going to do that. So they have the only stories that get traveled around are Eric went on a journey or Erica went on a journey and they went through danger and they saw the dragon and then they did the yeah. deep night of the soul. and that's it. So all our stories and perceptions about heroicism are stories that were designed to be entertaining around the campfire. Yes. Not Erica went on a journey and it went very well and she was a hero. Yes. We don't hear that. And that's actually the most people. It's like that. You yeah. start out, you do it, you deal with your stuff, you have the right architecture, and it's okay. Yes. It's fine. You yes. don't have to sacrifice. You don't have to nearly kill yourself. You don't have to go to some dark place and slay a monster. You just do it, and you're fine, and you make a difference. Yeah. yeah. Nick, Nick we've, um, we've come to the end of the show now. Mm. Uh, do you have a final message that you'd like to leave us with? Uh, I think that was it, Chris. I think that was it. Just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it, and yeah. just do it, and you'll be fine. And don't be afraid to ask for to help or to worry about failure or anything like that. Just have a have a go. Just have a go at doing it. It's the hero being heroic is not about sacrifice. It's about structure and design and having have, just having fun with it and people around you. And it can be a really little thing. That you do start out small move up but nothing about sacrifice they're stories they're stories and i guess when you're each heroic notice when you when you are acting heroically yeah. and 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 acknowledge yourself for it yeah and it yeah. won't seem heroic because if you're being truly heroic it's very easy it's yeah. really easy to be heroic and it doesn't and that's again we get confused i think it has to be harder it has to be difficult it doesn't you're just stepping into your natural energetic superpowers and being heroic stepping into something you wouldn't normally do yeah uh, uh and and saying acknowledge it and cheer other people when they're heroic thank you thank, thank you for being heroic today and uh <laughs> joining us it's been uh, it's been fantastic it's been absolutely brilliant and uh, if you want to find out more about nick and the five institute go to fiveinstitute.com and you can find out there about the vitality test on there as well which uh which has been created by nick and any in his team uh and uh i thought nick it clearly works because Nick's assessment of me was scary. So uh, scarily accurate. So uh, well done. And on next week's show, we have Wendy Keller. Um, Wendy of uh, Keller Media is uh, a friend of the show. Um, some of the amazing guests we've had on this show have come through Wendy and her incredible connections. She's a top uh, US book agent uh, and, um, and actually helps people um, build, not only um, build an amazing book, but build the platform uh, to be able to um, be accessed by some of the big publishers uh, and get access to some of the big publishers. We're going to talk about how to write a book so it becomes a client generator next week. And do join us. She's, she is uh, a fascinating, she's got a fascinating personal story. I would check out Wendy Keller out in the in the archive to find out more about that because I don't know whether I want to go back into that again with her next week. Um, but she's an incredible lady and uh, she's tough, but she's also very kind 
uh, as as well. And um, yeah, just just join us next week. Do listen to that show. And once again, uh, a big thank you to to Nick Haynes. And please do go away. Do consider your energetic superpowers and uh, do don't be afraid to go and, and make some heroic actions this weekend, this week ahead. Maybe challenge yourself to uh, to to do something heroic, whether it be talk to somebody you've not spoken to for a while, whether it be apologize, whether it be, um, you know, creating something new that can have an impact on a better world. Um, Nick, thank you very much. And, and please do connect with me, Chris at chriscooper.co.uk. If you've got any comments, questions, thoughts, I'd love to hear from you. Thank you. We thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more.